This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Available online at bravadowireless.com. All right, thank you for tuning in on this afternoon. You're on a Thursday, hot outside. Our next guest will tell us exactly how hot it is here coming up in a few moments after having come in from it and also uh, maybe a little training from earlier today as well as we get set to talk some FC Tulsa. want to remind everyone that in the next segment, about 15 minutes from now, a segment that I've called Uh-Oh that involves college football, and it looks like that we might have new renderings of what the football ops facility at the University of Oklahoma could look like. That's the building that has the $175 million price tag attached to it. So we'll get into that and some recruiting talk as well at 2.30 as our local teams. And it's been a while since we've been able to say all three, Oklahoma State, OU, and TU, absolutely killing it on the recruiting front. But first... You've probably heard by now, it's a big celebration tomorrow night. Not only at One Oak, but here at Griffin Media, upstairs with News on 6. It's the very first game that uh, will air on News on 6. you got five more of those coming up through the course of the season. Everyone's super pumped about having them here inside the uh, Griffin Media compound. And right here on the radio, a special edition of FC Tulsa Soccer as well, where uh, myself, along with Brian McSweeney, We'll be bringing the game to you, 7.45 with the pregame show, and then we will hit the air with kickoff a little after 8 o'clock and also simulcast on Sirius XM FC. With that said, since it is a celebration of One Oak tomorrow, let's bring in Blair Gavin, the head coach here of FC Tulsa on the Blitz 1170. First time in studio. How do you like our digs? Is it all right? Yeah, is it nice. up to your standards? No, very great. I love everything in here and all the okay. uh, memorabilia. It's fantastic. All right. Yeah, we're working on the memorabilia. As you will see, we do have an FC Tulsa ball, but, you know, we're casually missing like a jersey or something. So, you know, maybe if we could get that worked out. Nolan, if you're listening, just kind of throwing that out, that one out there. Uh, how have things been, Coach? Yeah, been good. doing all right? Yeah, very good. This week has been a good week in preparations for, uh, you know, a very – uh, tough game against Detroit, but uh, we're all really excited to get back home and get in front of our fans again. So we had Sam in studio last week, and he was talking about the dynamic of having a little bit of a break here, right? Tensions are high, right, with with the way that results have gone. I mean, if we can just be honest about things, everyone expects um, the organization and the level of play to be at a certain level, yourself included on this. And sometimes the best thing to do when you have a little bit of break is to clear your mind. Um, you let the players do that. What were you and your staff doing during that time? Were you also taking a little bit of a break to kind of recharge, or are you just grinding away? I think the uh, the thing that you mentioned there about the expectations for results is fantastic, and I think that's something that um, is what makes everything more competitive and better in the environment. So I'm very thankful for uh, the people around and all the support that they want to do better. And for us, our main f- mission and focus is to do better. And uh, I think we've shown that with a lot of quality in play. And But now the quality of play needs to lead to results. And uh, we're looking to do that in Detroit. We're looking to do that in every game. And uh, with this most recent little break on the, the, uh, the weekend, uh, for me, uh, it was about kind of get recharging, getting with the family, and yeah. also assessing – uh, kind of what's going on with uh, a lot of different avenues and then most importantly for the players that they can get away get with loved ones and then right back to it on uh, you know we started on Sunday and making our way till uh, today was the last training and 
get them prepped and prepared and ready to go and ready to enjoy uh, a game at one of Could you tell a difference when they came back after having a few days? Yeah, I think it's always good for uh, players, for staff, for anyone to just have a moment to step away to, um, you know, the the demand of this job. Uh, you don't necessarily understand it until you're in it and the amount of um, effort and energy that the, everyone in the organization puts into it is uh, immense. And so having an opportunity to just take a deep breath and really get focused and charged on these next couple uh, especially tomorrow and then the rest of the games moving forward. Blair Gavin is our guest here on the Blitz 1170 FC Tulsa head coach. We had Tommy in studio yesterday and we were having the discussion about the grind that the season is in general. Uh, you guys get going, you know, essentially, I'm not even counting training, right? But ba- basically, let's just call it from from the end of February, beginning of March, all the way through, depending on how far that you make it in the playoffs. It's a very, very long season uh, the grind is one that takes its toll uh, on a lot of players. Injuries pop up, and I know you guys are kind of fighting through the injury bug right now as well. Yeah, I think the season in itself is grueling, and it's set up that way to, you know, uh, survival of the fittest. And it's one of those things where, um, you know, each day and each week you really need to make sure and prepare. And then it's also. Uh, reflecting and moving forward and taking the lessons that you get to keep building and keep improving and keep establishing uh, the identity that we're trying to build. And hopefully that identity and that uh, forward direction gives kind of life to people so that the grind doesn't feel like it's um, tumultuous. It feels like an excitement because you know that we're moving in a direction to get somewhere and, you know, the horizon is right there. And that's what I think I'm hoping that all the players and staff see that uh, we're moving in a positive direction to give more life and give more energy to the whole uh, organization and whole fan base and everything. Because it's not it's not viewed through the lens of, of a, a singular entity, correct? It is about getting everyone on the same page moving forward. And the special teams that do this in, in every single sport, it's from the top down. It's from ownership right down through general management, through everyone from... Uh, whoever, we've got a fly in here that is driving me nuts, Coach. So if you see me waving, I trust me, I haven't lost my mind. Well, I have, but I'm, I'm, I'm actually trying to get rid of a fly. But it's, it's everyone on the same page trying to take that step forward. But it's getting them in lockstep and understanding that it's not just about your singular vision. It's knowing that that person that's right next to you is going through the exact same grind, all moving forward at the same time. That's the difficult part. And you have to come to kind of appreciate that element of sports as well. Yeah, and that's what's amazing about our group and our organization of just the commitment and uh, what they bring to us and what they allow for us to, you know, do what we love to do and play a game. And the game, I think, gets elevated into such a profession at this level. And there's a demand to that and an expectation like we talked about. And uh, ultimately, um, we got to keep moving forward and keep showing um you know, positive results, not only on the pitch, but everything that we do and everything we carry about with the players, with what I can control and all those things so that, um, you know, FC Tulsa is continuing to improve and continuing to grow and, you know, having an opportunity for this major media to cover our games and showcase what we're doing and showcase the organization and getting all the fans out there is just another stepping stone to what this organization is doing. And it's fantastic. You guys have been incredibly active with trying to add pieces to this to get the right combination of everything together. 
does it make it more difficult bringing in guys, uh, especially in the volume that you have had of trying to get the, the mixture correct at this point in the season? Yes, it's a long season, right? But they're trying to make the uh, they're trying to acclimate themselves not only in their personal lives to coming into a new place, but also finding their own path forward with with the team itself. So, how has that been able to balance itself out so far? Yeah, I mean, you can even speak about the guys who came in at preseason and how they've come from different areas and then how they've kind of had to learn and adapt to a new playing style, a new organization, a new environment. And I think a lot of those guys are moving in a really positive direction. And then the other guys that came in, you know, halfway, it's how quickly can they acclimate? And I think these guys are, uh, you know, in specific, you know, Phil came in and Tommy came in and uh, have really come in and boosted kind of the culture and boosted a lot of uh, what we're trying to do. And now it's a matter of how quickly can we get everyone to fit in the best possible way with new people, new faces, and how different kind of uh, people connect on the field and off the field to make sure that uh, it's a very holistic team that's really positive and forward-thinking and uh, opportunistic. Blair Gavins, our guest here on the Blitz 1170, FC Tulsa head coach. Uh, by the way, you can check them out Friday night. That's tomorrow over at One Oak. Please go and buy your tickets at fctulsa.com. You can watch it at News on 6 or listen right here on the Blitz 1170. Where are some areas that during this this period of, of rest when you were able to dive in in terms of expectations, uh, and I'm not asking you individually specific players on this, but areas where you feel like that we have to be better at uh, whether it's you know tactically uh, style of play what were those areas of improvement that you saw that you clearly identified um yeah i think first and foremost um i think creating um there's always two different situations right it's how do you set up your team to control kind of the game both offensively and defensively and i think we've shown really good moments um you know however we line up that we can you know uh, occupy the spaces really well. We can control the ball really well. We're one of the uh, best passing teams in the league. And, um, you know, I think we've shown that we can really um, establish control in the game. And now it's about kind of how do you take that control and turn it into more chance creation? And then how do you create, you know, when you have the ball, you can almost be uh, exposed in the sense of through transition or through turnovers or whatever it may be. And, you know, how do we then find those moments to uh, cut out dangers in and around the box? How do we stop crosses? How do we clear crosses? And all those things that are these little details that, um, you know, the ball sometimes bounces against you. But for us, it's about, okay, if the ball is bouncing against us, what is, you know, step one, step two, step three? And so that we can really get focused in on those. And once we get all the details correct and the ball starts bouncing uh, our way, then uh, all those lessons that we have are extremely beneficial. It's a cruel game, isn't it, sometimes? At times, yeah. Yes, it is. And you guys have been on the on the end of that at times this year as well for the, for those cruel games. I'm I'm fascinated by that, of that process, of when it's not going your way and you talk about the, the certain steps that are there. Um, what is that process like of getting that across to your team and being able to drill that into them to where that becomes second nature, to to go to that process almost where you don't even think about it, it just happens naturally? Yeah, and that's for us is making sure that on a weekly basis we have things set up so that the guys can reflect whether it's win, lose, draw, whatever it may be to continue to do the process to ensure that 
Uh, we don't leave any stone unturned to make sure that these guys are organized to make sure they understand their roles. And if there's a breakdown in the role, okay, what was the breakdown? How was the breakdown? Doing individual meetings, doing group meetings, doing team meetings, and um, just making sure that uh, collectively our decision making is, uh, you know, we understand one another. And then ultimately, um, how best in training can we help these guys uh, execute uh, throughout a 90 minutes and execute in the moments of, uh, you know, the most pressure, which is usually in and around the boxes. And, uh, that's our focus throughout the week, uh, that we kind of keep helping these guys keep fine tuning the details. And then ultimately we get to, uh, enjoy the, the qualities that they play with. And, uh, at the end of the day, what, whether the ball bounces your way or not, we're hoping that, we can get our group um, in a position where they have the best chance to succeed. And um, at the end of the day, that's um, what we're going to give to them. And we'll make sure that every single week we get them prepared for that. I know what your answer is going to be to this question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. How important is tomorrow night? And I don't want to hear Coach speak about every one of them is important, but, but all things considered, with eyeballs that are on, with, with being on Channel 6, um, you know, a little radio broadcast that might be happening too. And then with where you're currently at standings table, how important is tomorrow night? I, I, I hate to put anything into the must-win category, but it seems like tomorrow's pretty important, Coach. Yeah, it's a very important game, and uh, we're, we take – as you didn't want me to say, we take each game. <laughs> See, I knew. It. I knew <laughs> we it. take we take each game of uh, a level of importance. But I think um, being at One Oak and uh, the amount that uh, you know, ownership, front office, all the players, everyone that's uh, put into this season, it would be nice to see them, um, you know, have a smile on their face. And there's nothing more I want for all of this community to smile. And with more eyeballs, it just gives us an opportunity for them to smile. And I want our guys to go out there and enjoy the game, enjoy the experience. And um, I don't want them to feel uh, pressure because I believe that um, these guys have earned um, – by their work that a result and a bounce is going to go their way and everything will take place. And I just want them to go out and enjoy their football and be with the fans and be with everyone and celebrate a, a club that's moving in the right direction and doing the right things. And um, I just want everyone to kind of leave with a smile after. So as the head coach of FC Tulsa, for people that might be tuning in on the television side for the first time and being able to, to take everything in that encompasses what happens at One Oak, style of play, um, everything down to fireworks, giveaways, everything that, that happens there. What's the main message that you hope to get across to people that might be checking it out for the very first time? Yeah, I think that this game is uh, a wonderful game, and I think these players are so committed to helping this organization, and I know that the staff and everything that they do, I'm with them on a regular basis and how much they care and uh, deeply want success for this club, and I want uh, everyone who's tuning in to seeing, uh, you know, the guys on the field who are giving everything for the badge and giving everything for the community. Because I see it on a daily basis. I see these guys training in over a hundred degree weather and just so focused and dialed in and pushing uh, to get the result that uh, they want. And I want everyone knowing that when they come watch a game, that their team is embodying what uh, the badge means to all of us that we work for on a daily basis. Okay, I'll ask you for a scouting report now for Detroit uh, that 
wink, wink, we might actually use coming up tomorrow night on our pregame show. So, hey, welcome back to FC Tulsa Soccer here on the Blitz 1170. Here with the head coach, Blair Gavin. Coach, little scouting report uh, on F, or excuse me, Detroit City FC. Uh, Detroit's yeah so they're a very um, rugged team they're very strong uh, especially in duels uh, they have a front line that's really good at holding the ball up and then very creative midfielders who can run off of it and combine past past you their their back line um, you know they'll play a little bit more direct uh, if they need to and then the front two hold the ball everyone kind of runs and then they got wing backs that are just up and down guys great energy good crossers of the ball and it's a very physical team uh, that you have to be prepared for that battle because they kind of keep grinding you down until they find the opening. And if you take a playoff, uh, they're so clever and have so much quality that they can break through at any moment. And set pieces, obviously, with their size and their stature and their strength uh, is uh, challenging as well. Uh, on the defensive side, they're very organized and they like to get pressure on the ball. And uh, it, it'll be uh, really important for us to find opportunities to break through their pressure because they do like to get high up the field that leaves space behind, so we really need to exploit that. And boom, just like a freaking pro, like I knew that Blair was going to be with a solid, solid breakdown of the opponent. Coach, this has been awesome, man. You know you have an open door. Anytime you want to come over, hang out. Doesn't even have to be about soccer. Just come over and shoot the you-know-what. Anytime that you would like, uh, I'll give you a permanent pass so you can... I better not say that out loud. Someone's listening. Uh, but we can get you a pass up front so you can come hang out with us. But we're we're really excited to be a part of what's happening over there tomorrow night and hopefully the continuation of a great partnership, not only with television, but here on the radio side as well uh, here on the Blitz 1170. Best of luck, and uh, we'll be there rooting you on tomorrow night. Cool. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, we'll take a timeout here on the Blitz 1170. And when we do come back, there's a college football segment in which I have titled, Uh-Oh, but we want to remind everyone that tomorrow night, right here on the Blitz 1170, 7.45 pregame show, we'll have the play-by-play for you here. Kickoff right around 8 o'clock. Short, sweet, and to the point, and we will make sure to have a lot of fun. Also simulcast on Sirius XM FC, and you can also watch that game on News on 6 upstairs with FC Tulsa and Detroit City FC. Timeout. Uh-oh. Next on the Blitz. Thank you for listening to this exclusive Blitz 1170 podcast from Bravado Wireless.